Hey everyone, thanks for listening to episode 3 of the Wolfman J Show. As always, this episode is being recorded using the Anchor app, the best and free way to get your own podcast out there. I also want to take a moment to remind everyone to get checked for breast cancer, as October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so go get checked. Now let's get into the show. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 3 of the Wolfman J Show. As always, I'm your host Wolfman J, and we are in October, or as I like to call it, Spooktober. It's time to get spooky, folks. Also, it's time to rock out our pink. I don't care if you're a man, a woman, whatever. Let's rock out pink for breast cancer awareness. And do yourself a favor, get checked for breast cancer. Make sure your loved ones are getting checked for breast cancer as well. Well, let's get spooky now with our first interesting fact of Spooktober. It has to do with Halloween, my favorite time of year. So Halloween actually originated from the Celts in their celebration of Samhain, where they dressed up to ward off ghosts. And as things went along, Pope Gregory III created All Saints Day, which is on November 1st, thus making Halloween All Hallows' Eve. Now, as time has gone on, and the celebration of Halloween or Samhain is, was given to more and more people. More things were added, like carving jack-o'-lanterns, handing out candy, um, having parties. But the one thing that we always seem to have kept is the dressing up aspect. We may not be dressing up necessarily to ward off any ghosts or spirits or whatever, but we do enjoy the dressing up aspect of what the Celts celebrated as Sam Hain. Well, there's your interesting fact. You may have known that already. You may not have. But it's interesting. It's spooky. So it's in the first episode of Spooktober. Speaking of spooky time, let's talk horror movies. More importantly, let's talk about my top five favorite horror movies of all time. And we're going to start with number five being Halloween. Now, when you get to talking about Halloween, people always ask you, oh, is that the Rob Zombie Halloween? Is it the John Carpenter Halloween? In my book, you can't go wrong with either one. Rob Zombie did an amazing job on Halloween. His vision for Halloween was amazing. And it really didn't mess up the whole story that John Carpenter had already made with his version of Halloween. Or the original Halloween. But uh, I do got to say that you can't go wrong with Jamie Lee Curtis, one of the original Scream Queens. And all in all, if you're looking for a great slasher film, like Halloween has it. It has the ominous man that we never see his face. Never. The closest we get to seeing his face is uh, when he gets stabbed in the eye. And I liked in the new Halloween how they actually maintained all the scars and beaten up that he's received over the years. So I always thought that's awesome. So Halloween comes in at number five. Number four is a Rob Zombie film. It is an amazing film. It's great. It does bring back the old classic horror movies, um, classic slasher films, if you will. And that'll be House of a Thousand Corpses. I love it. The first time I saw it, I immediately fell in love with it. I thought that it was just a great movie and that Rob Zombie's 
stepped up and really redefined the whole horror genre. And I still think he, to this day his movies that come out are amazing. He does great work. He knows what he's doing. He knows the genre. So I don't feel like all this horror stuff that he talks about in his music is an act. I think that that's, that's just who he is. He loves horror because, I mean, you can't make a great movie that's going to eventually go down as a classic such as House of a Thousand Corpses without actually legitimately understanding and knowing about the horror genre. So definitely number four, House of a Thousand Corpses. Now number three is a bit of a classic to me. Um, it does have uh, Keanu Reeves in it, and I am talking about Brown Stroker's Dracula. I happen to like vampire movies. Um, you may like vampire movies, you may not. I don't, however, like the whole sparkly vampires, but a real good vampire movie, you got me sold in. Uh, so that one is going to be Dracula. I love Dracula. I love the whole, I love the book, actually. So when I saw it as a movie, it just translated very well to me. So coming to number four is Dracula. Number two is actually a movie that I cannot watch with the lights off. I am man enough to admit that. When this movie comes on, lights have to be on. Oh my God, because even this, the ominous noises, I have talked about this movie before, uh, and that is The Conjuring. So The Conjuring, just everything about that, and the fact that a lot of it's based on factual events that have happened, um, it, it really... It really chills you to the core, you know? So things like that just, like, really get me. And it just makes it for a, a, a great a great watch. Um, and it's great, especially if you want to get scared. And you like the whole spirits and ghost type of uh, movies. The Conjuring is definitely for you. So number two is The Conjuring. Now, number one. What could possibly be number one on Wolfman J's top five list of horror movies it is going to be? None other than The Exorcist. I absolutely love The Exorcist. I've seen it more times than I can count. I can quote the movie. I can go along with the whole movie the whole time and just word for word say what they're saying. And it, it still actually gets me even though I know what's coming. And I think if a movie can do that to you, it's made well. Um, so... That's why, to me, I feel like The Exorcist is my all-time favorite. Now, your list may be a little different than mine, but it's still a really, really good movie. A great movie. Superb movie. So, number one is The Exorcist. So, there you have it. Wolfman J's top five horror movies. We have Halloween, House of a Thousand Corpses, Dracula, The Conjuring, and The Exorcist. So, what are your guys' top five horror movies of all time, let me know. Send me an email at wolfmanj139 at gmail.com. And who knows, maybe on the next one, I'll go ahead and name some of your guys' horror movies off, horror movie lists off. Um, and if they're movies I haven't seen, go ahead, send it to that email, wolfmanj139 at gmail.com. Let me know. I'll check it out. I'll give it a review. I'll give my two cents on it. Speaking of reviews, 
This movie's a little older. Came out in uh, 2008, starring Tiffany Haddish, Ike Brainholtz, and John Cho. The Oath. Um, I recently got a chance to sit down and watch this movie. I've been wanting to see it for a while, and I saw the previews for it a year ago. Um, and I, I caught it on Hulu, actually. And um, I thought it was a great movie. The concept of it with the whole... The country is kind of divided on this whole signing of the oath. Basically, the oath is something that you pledge your allegiance to the country. And I guess you're a real American if you sign this oath. And it creates a lot of um, backlash. And there's even a, like a citizen's police force to enforce this whole oath thing but overall it's funny it's seeing tiffany haddish in a totally different light she's not that real comical person like she's normally in every other movie she's in so it really shows her uh what would you call it the how dynamic she is as an actress which i think she's a great actress anyway she's hilarious and uh, she does have some funny moments in the movie but you know, overall, if you get a chance to, go ahead, check out The Oath. You won't be disappointed. It is a great movie. It's entertaining. Uh, the only downfall to it is um, I kind of felt let down at the end. Um, but, you know, if that's the only downfall, I would say that, you know, that's still a win in my book. It's still very enjoyable. It's a fun movie. But... I just feel like there could have been a little bit more to it. Just just a little bit. Like a, a nice twist. A nice little like, I didn't see that coming. It's kind of like, how would you say it? I guess it's kind of just a, a letdown. I mean, and, and there's a couple questions that are still left lingering in the air and you kind of want to know about. But overall, I would say it's definitely worth checking out. It's definitely worth, sitting down and watching you won't regret watching it it's a great movie so if you guys get a chance to head over to hulu go ahead and check out the oath it is a great movie you're gonna enjoy it so now let's talk about something that we all encounter in our day in day in life i'm talking about risks now risk doesn't necessarily have to mean something that's Dangerous, you know, such as um, tightrope walking over the Grand Canyon or skydiving or, you know, playing, uh, what is that, William Tellum and someone shooting an apple off your head. That's not necessarily what I mean about risks. What I mean about risks is doing something that's kind of out of your comfort zone, uh, whether it's talking to somebody, you know, someone that you have an interest in, you're attracted to, or uh, trying something new for the first time, or um, going ahead and taking a new job. And it could be a job in an industry you know nothing about, or a job where you know the ins and outs of just a different company, so you don't necessarily know how things are going to go. Or... Maybe you're taking an artistic approach to things and you've never displayed your art to anybody before, but now you're, go- you're going to. 
those are the type of risks I really want to talk on because they're very beneficial. And I say they're very beneficial because the rewards from taking those risks, they are huge. I'm talking huge. Like if you take that risk to talk to that girl or talk to that guy, you could potentially meet your spouse that way. It could be a simple, hey, how's it going one day and then the next day you know you're asking them out for coffee or you're asking them out to dinner and and then next thing you know you guys are planning to moving in together or you're even planning on getting married and it's all because you took that one little risk to say hi to them and it it paid off with a reward of you have a spouse now you have a husband you have a wife whatever and all because you took that little risk or you feel like you're not appreciated at work so you leave the company that you've been with for years I'm talking years you've been with this company for a smaller company or a company that you've never heard of and all of a sudden you skyrocket and you find your niche in life and some people they'll never find their niche because they don't step outside what they know You know, there's people that I only know this, I only know that, and that's where they stick. They kind of stick in their lane. But if you don't take that, maybe that back roads journey, you're not going to really see what's out there. You're not going to get a chance to view everything that could be in your life. So, I mean, you could work in retail for 10, 15 years, and all of a sudden an opportunity works or uh, opportunity presents itself for you to work in um, a uh, a factory or a warehouse. And unless you take the risk of going there, you're not going to know if that's where you belong or not. And that's something that I think more people need to do. You need to stop doing what's comfortable, do something a little risky, a little, a little just, you know, just a little something to put a spark in you. And, you know, it can lead to promotions at work by maybe taking on more responsibility or or volunteering for something that you know nobody wants to do out there. So why don't you go ahead and do it? Take the initiative in your, within yourself to step outside your comfort zone instead of just doing the typical yes sir, no sir. Why don't you be the one that's given the, the uh, directions? Why don't you be the one that's starting your own company? That's a huge risk out there. That's a very risky thing to start your own company. But there's so many people out there that have done it. I mean, look at some of the major companies out there. You know, you got your Apple, you got your Windows or Microsoft, sorry. Uh, You got your Amazons, you know, things like that. They were started by someone who's like, hey, what if we did this? And because of people like that, we now have things that we're almost dependent on. You know, people depend on Microsoft so they can get their Windows, so they can get their, you know, PCs and stuff. Or maybe that's not the route you went. You went with the Apple route or the Macintosh route. And, and you know, you're depending on that for entertainment, for, for your phone, Um whatever and and Amazon well that's a whole different monster in itself I mean you can get whatever you want from Amazon right from the comfort of your own home so that's something that 
he figured out what what needed to be done, and that's something that everyone in the world uses. You know, pretty much if you shop online, which pretty much in this day and age, who doesn't? Odds are you're in one way or another you're shopping and buying or selling even off of Amazon. So all, all I just want to tell you guys is just take a risk. Just a short, simple risk, and you could reap huge rewards. And the rewards could be, like I said, they could range from a spouse. Maybe you finally find that one friend that's going to be in your corner at all times. And it all happened because you saw someone walking in with a shirt of a band you really like or a show you really like. You know, you can say, hey, nice shirt. Did you see or did you hear? And bam, you have a friendship that blossomed off of a, a t-shirt. And I know you know, talking to new people, a lot of people are really skittish about that. Um, don't be, you know. People can be jerks, I'll, I'll admit that. But then there's still people out there that, you know, they're caring individuals. They're people that you really want to have in your corner. So they're the type of people that you really want to take that risk with. But until you get to them, you're going to have to take that risk of what if this person turns out to be a jerk or, you know, whatever. So just do yourself a favor. Take a risk. Just take a simple risk and see what type of reward you get out of it. I guarantee you most people that will take a small risk will get a big reward. And even the bigger the risk is, the higher the reward is. So that's something that you need to think about. If you're on the fence of moving somewhere, maybe just move there. That's a huge risk. You don't know anybody in the new area you're going to. Doesn't mean you won't know anybody. It doesn't mean you're not going to meet people in your community or whatever that are into the same things you're into. And, you know, that's how friendships happen. That's how relationships happen. That's how you find your career. Just take a risk. And I guarantee you, the risk will pay off in the end. It may not pay off right away, but it will pay off. That I promise you. Now, we are heading into Spooktober, like I said. So there's one show out there. It's a Netflix show that I absolutely love, and that's Stranger Things. Now, I'm sure by now everyone who's into Stranger Things is all caught up with all three seasons. I personally think it is just a, a well-put-together show. I think the actors and actresses that they chose to play the role of the kids were perfect. They were perfect um, Eleven's perfect, Dustin's perfect, um, Mike's perfect, Will's perfect. Like they're they're all just perfect for the role that they picked. The the role that they're in, you can't see anybody else playing them. And they all have such a, a, a wonderful chemistry. Um, the kids, the grown ups, all of it. They all it's believable that they're from a tight knit community. And that they're legitimately friends. It, it shows in the way that they 
act, the way that they get into situations, the way they just, just the way they interact with each other. You, you can believe that, hey, you know what, maybe they are actually friends and, you know, maybe they are terrified. Maybe they did see this, you know, it's just amazing. And the first two seasons were, they, they blew me out of the water. Um, I'll never forget, I actually found Stranger Things on accident flipping through Netflix and I came across it, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, well, let me see what this is about. Before I knew it, I was hooked. Um, every time a new season comes out, I typically watch it all in a day. Um, I'm sure there's many other bingers out there. That's what we do, isn't it? You say it's coming out on, I don't know, October 4th. We will be there October 4th watching it until the end. That's just what we do. Um, so after I first saw the first season, I made sure I told everyone about it, uh, friends, family, everyone. I'm like, you got to check the show out, Stranger Things. They were hooked too, so it was, it's, it's written well, and the acting's great. Uh, the story is phenomenal. The special effects are great. I mean, I have very little complaints about Stranger Things. Um, the only complaint I have is I want it to be longer, but... Isn't that how it always goes when you have something that you really like? You want it to be longer than what they gave you. You're like, ah, oh, come on, man. Um, and now we're getting set for Stranger Things Season 4. It will be renewed for a Season 4, which everyone is saying that Stranger Things 4 will be the final end of it all. Um... We don't have an official release date yet for it. All we know is it's going to be in 2020. So next year, unfortunately, we will be missing Stranger Things. It will come to an end. But I'm sure there will be something else that will fill that void that it's going to leave. Because it's going to leave a big void. Um, you know, in fact, I'm going to probably go through and watch the entire series all over again up until it comes out. Now, there's another show, another Netflix show. I'm not trying to plug Netflix. Just they, they do have some really good shows. Uh, Big Mouth Season 3 is out. That's out now. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. A lot of other things going on in my life. So I haven't gotten a chance to watch Big Mouth 3 yet. But I, I am looking forward to getting a chance to watch it. Uh, it's something that I'm super, super excited for. I've been super excited for, you know, I'd say there's about two and a half seasons that I've seen of it already. And the, and the half season, I'm counting that um, Valentine's special that they had come out earlier this year. It was good. It really was. And it showcased a little bit more about the characters of the show. Um, overall, it, it's a great show. It's, it's a hilarious show. I love it. So, uh, you know, season three is out now on Netflix. So... After the podcast, head over to Netflix, check out season three. Um, well, as soon as I get a chance, I'm going to sit down and watch uh, Big Mouth season three. Because I'm excited about it. I can't shut up about it. I just need to find the time to actually watch it. And now we get to the point in the show where I always talk about how you can better your life. And this one's kind of touchy, I guess you could say. Um, 
but it's something that needs to be done if you really want to better your life. And that's removing the toxicity from your life. Um, sometimes it means having to turn away from family. If you have family members that are toxic to you, you need to find a way to either address it with them or just cut the ties. I mean, as painful as that is, sometimes cutting the ties and severing the situation where it originates from is what needs to be done. Um, I'm not saying that it's something that you should just do because... I don't know, your sister made you mad for something that she did a year ago. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if your family isn't supporting you and they're constantly bringing negativity into your life and just really ripping you down and trying to insult the person that you are or the person that you're trying to become, um, you know, say maybe you were down on your luck for a while and, you know, you're trying to build yourself up, but your family is knocking you down, you might have to cut that out. Now, you know, it's hard to think about that, especially, you know, like me, having a good support from your family. It it makes you think that everyone should be like that, but unfortunately, it's not. There's a lot of toxic relationships within family, and, you know, it's sad, and it, and it hurts. It hurts on a whole different level when the toxicity is coming from your own family, your own flesh and blood. That's when... It can really hurt, and it can really just, bah, just you know, really mess with your head and and put you in places you don't want to be, because you just want a loving relationship with your family, and if you're not getting that, a lot of times, you know, you start masking things with alcohol, drugs, whatever, and those are definitely not healthy coping mechanisms for anything. Um, you know, social drinking, that's fine. But, you know, if you're trying to hide, I don't, I don't really think that that's something that you need to be doing. I think you need to find the root of your problems, which could be toxicity. And, you know, I'm not just going to pick on family members now. I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out to, you know, friends. There's friends out there. You could have been friends for 20, 30, whatever, however long. And you just notice it. They're constantly bringing you down. They're constantly it's like, hey, man, you just need to, you need to drink this or smoke that or, you know, whatever. And in a way that you think that the only way you can have this person in your life is if you're, you know, on drugs or you're drinking or whatever. No, you don't need that in your life. You don't need someone bringing you down and poisoning you and, you know... It, you can be poisoned in many ways. You can be poisoned by the things you ingest or poisoned by the way that you're thinking because they're making you see yourself how they want you to see yourself and then in that negative light. That negativity is really what's going to do you in. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter you know, how many people say positive things to you. If someone's constantly, continuously in your ear just... Yeah, 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 negative this, negative that, it's really going to just, you know, maybe maybe I am just a giant piece of shit, you know, because I can, I can tell you right now that nobody out there is that giant piece of shit, no matter how many times you think that, hey, I feel like this, I feel like that, you're not that. Everyone out there, they're, they're, they're full of 
great potential. They, they have the ability to be great people and do great things with your life. And that's what you need to put in your mind. You need to stop dwelling on all the negativity that these toxic people are bringing into your life. You don't need it. You don't got time for it. You shouldn't even make time for it. You should just go ahead, cut it out, get nip it at the source, and just fill it with positivity. Surround yourself with positive people. If you want to have a positive mindset, get rid of the toxic people. And you know what? Replace them with positive people. People that really want to help build you up. They don't want to build you up, then bring you down, then build you up, then bring you down. They want to build you up and keep going until you reach the the top of the world, the, the edges of the, of the universe. That's what you want. You want people to just want to build you up. And, you know, it does suck, especially if you're in a relationship with someone and you feel that, oh, I love this person more than anything in the world. But they're filling your head with negativity. You don't need that in your life. Like, that's something that, you know, nobody should have to settle for. No one should say that, well, this is normal. No. I mean, you know, that that goes back to, you know, you know, the poisoning. You know, they could poison you all at once or shortly over time. And I feel like those toxic relationships, that's what they do. And if it starts with negative, you know, thoughts, you know, that can lead into domestic abuse. And it just can lead down a, a horrible, horrible thing you don't want any part of. So it's best to see those negative traits and just walk away. Walk away from the negativity that's being put out there. Surround yourself with positive things. The more positivity you have in your life, the less likely anything toxic is going to even remotely come back to you and just tear you down. Because you don't want that to happen. You don't want to be in a situation where you're questioning your your own worth. Don't put yourself there. Just put yourself in a place where you're just like, you know what, I am the baddest motherfucker in the room. Always think that. Always think that. Don't think that you're any less than the baddest motherfucker in the room. I'm not saying you need to demean people, but have that positive mindset. Remove the negative, the, the toxicity, all that toxic clouds, that poison. Push that all away. And just have that mindset. I'm the baddest motherfucker out here. I guarantee you, removing the toxicity will make that I'm the baddest motherfucker mindset really set in. Because you don't have anybody out there bringing you down. You just have people bringing you up. And the more people bringing you up, the more likely you're going to succeed in life. You're going to reach your goals. You're going you're gonna to have a better way of life you're gonna have a better just everything about you everything about your life will be better so remove the toxicity from your life guys also make sure you're getting yourselves checked for breast cancer and you know a big shout out to everyone out there who has fought cancer and has made it out, and even those who didn't make it out, you know, we remember all those, you know, let's pink out the whole month, let's go ahead, make sure we get checked, 
make sure our loved ones are getting checked. And if you do get, unfortunately, end up with a diagnosis that you have it, remember, you're not in the fight alone. You will have people in your corner. So like I said, guys, Stranger Things Season 4 coming in 2020. Big Mouth Season 3 out now on Netflix. Go check out The Oath. Let me know what you guys are watching out there, whether it's on Hulu, Netflix, whatever. Let me know. WolfmanJ139 at gmail.com. Send me an email. Uh, Heck, give me bands that you're listening to. Give me your band. I'll gladly listen to anything out there, guys. I'll give anything a listen. I'll give anything a watch. And I'll talk about it on the show if you want. So once again, you got any music, you got any movies or shows, whatever you want me to check out, drop me a line over at wolfmanj139 at gmail.com. Thanks a lot. Hey everyone, thanks for hanging out with me and listening to the Wolfman J Show episode 3 and listening to what's on my mind. Remember, make sure you and your loved ones go get checked for breast cancer and as always, keep your head up and push the negativity out of your life. Until next time, this is Wolfman J saying thanks a lot.